0: Welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin, the AutoWeek podcast that gets to the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the 2021 Mazda CX-5. That's right, the little compact crossover from Mazda. You can take a look at this Mazda on our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. And hey, wherever they want, share over to our Facebook page and click that like button. That way get all the great Auto Week content we deliver daily sent directly to you. We're going to spend a ton of time talking about this Mazda in just one second, but first we have to pay the bills. In case you missed it, Road & Track is back. Bigger, Bolder and better than ever, the magazine you've loved for years is now the ultimate lifestyle magazine for automotive enthusiasts. And now, when you've subscribed to road and Track, you'll receive six supersized issues a year, access to digital content, and so much more. Hop on in by visiting RodandTrack.com/autoweek. That's R-O-A-D-A-N-D-T-R-A-C-K. dot C-O-M forward slash A-U-T-O-W-E-E-K. And Patrick, I'm here to talk about the 2021 Mazda CX-5. Uh, that's right, and this one is a signature, for what it's worth.
1: I'm uh, very curious to hear you talk about this. I have a few friends that have CX-5s that they love. Um, I might be entering a world in which I would conceivably be purchasing a CX-5-like vehicle. So, Wesley, let's hear your thoughts.
0: Well, Patrick, it's strange you mentioned this because uh, I let's full disclosure i hate giving advice about cars i mean to friends and family not to the listeners and yourself i i hate it because inevitably i am ignored right it's one of those situations <laughs> where you ask somebody's opinion but and i do it too i'm you know i'm not going to shame anybody for ignoring me i would ignore me as well but you ask for somebody's opinion and you're like you just want to you just want to validate your own opinions that being said i have convinced not one but two one of which being my mom people to buy a Mazda CX-5 when they weren't even looking at Mazda CX-5s. They were looking at another brand's crossovers. And I said, hey, you should probably check out this Mazda. It is extremely good. And Patrick, I'll hit you with the same, the same line. You should check out the crossover. It's extremely good.
1: Silly, are you saying that your mom did not take your advice?
0: No, no, no. She did. For once for once in my entire life, okay. uh, she took my okay. uh, advice, which I have to say, good on her part, because this is the one scope where I actually am informed. And have a reasonable uh, credentials to give advice, whereas everything else in my life, say from film, to television, to books, to uh, relationship advice, to personal anecdotes, I should not <laughs> I should not be talking to people about any of this.
1: Well, wow, this is quickly viewed into a therapy session, hasn't it?
0: It has a little bit, but uh, I'll tell you what is better therapy than me talking about my grievances with my immediate family, my close personal friends, or anyone else in my circle, is me walking around this fair Mazda CX-5, which I will jump to right now and we are walking around the 2021 mazda cx-5 and man whew, we're talking a little compact suvs as far as i'm concerned it doesn't get much better than this okay the mazda styling thin little light lamp big old grill air wheel cladding as you expect from a crossover at this point in time and uh kind of a similar story on the rear the, the thin tail lamps Well designed tailgate, this one is the 2.5T, if I'm not mistaken, which means it's a turbocharged Skyactiv engine, which puts it in a good, uh, nice little 250 horsepower range when using premium fuel, of course. But, uh, yeah, Mazda CX-5. So the CX-5, you know, looks like a, well, a CX-5 from the exterior, but let's hop on in the inside to really tell the tale of the CX-5. The interior of the CX-5 is very nice. It is uh, a <laughs> quite a competent interior. Kind of leathery accents everywhere. This is a signature, so admittedly, it is the, the creme de la creme of CX-5s. We're looking at the Monroni really fast here just to get the lay of the land when it comes to pricing. But yeah, this is, this is as nice as it gets, and to be quite honest, it is very nice. They weren't, they weren't joking with it. Six-speed automatic, 2.5-liter turbocharged engine, nice leather-wrapped wheel. Two USB-A ports that'll feed your Apple CarPlay. Yeah, overall, a power tailgate back there, too. Overall, man, this is... This, guy, this, this signature has got a roof, a sunroof, and that's that's fine. Yeah, but, yeah, the, the interior on these Mazdas is just so competent and so nice. Some analog gauge faces. Well, there's a big old digital screen in the center of the gauge cluster as well. Some wood accents. But yeah, Everything in here is just so beautifully done. The Leather seats are nice and comfortable, maybe a little firm considering they're brand new. But yeah, this the the CX five is the leader in this this realm for reason. I think that reason is more apparent when we're driving the thing. So let's take this on a quick spin.
1: When you're talking about the interior, it's sort of one thing I like about the CX five and like Mazda's design in general is with both the exterior and the interior. There is a real simplicity about the design, like the aesthetics of it, and inside it's not too busy. It's like um, the, you know they're they're not like they don't overdo anything and that's something I like a lot about the Mazdas.
0: But I'm sure that helps it feel more premium or upmarket, right? Because minimalism not only saves you money when it comes to manufacturing stuff, but also it's kind of uh, it's always kind of highbrow, at least from yeah. my
1: perspective. And the uh, the engine choices for this it's either the turbo or the non-turbo. They haven't. There's, there's no hybrid options yet or anything like that?
0: That's correct. And that's, uh, I think, maybe one of the downsides right now with Mazda is that the, the the electrification side of things is a little bit lacking. But the, the two naturally aspirated 2.5 is good. It does a good job. But the turbocharged one is, you know, 250 horsepower in a compact crossover. That's very funny.
1: Well, I'd love to hear you uh, zipping around in it. Oh, well, we will go to that
0: right now. 2.5 liter turbocharged mills fired up. You probably can't hear it uh, is, it's, it's quiet. Alrighty, let's, t- let's back this out of my driveway. So the CX-5, well, obviously it's a well-designed car and the interior is great. Where it shines and why I always suggest it's going to drive so dang well. <clears throat> obviously it's not going to drive as well as say a Jaguar F-Pace SVR because that thing's ridiculous. But the 2.5 liter turbocharged engine gives you a, a lot of ohmph, a lot of acceleration he has got 250 horsepower. Throttle tippin. So the downsides with the CX-5 is the throttle tippin's. The tippin might be aggressive for some folks. It does take some time to get used to the, the how high up the tippin of the throttle is, and the the ride is maybe a little a smidge firmer than uh, the rest of the compact crossover lineup or midsize crossover lineup even. <coughs> Which, again, if you're looking for some dynamism, as uh, press release riders would say, it's great. If you're looking for just a nice, cushy, bump, uh, soft ride, maybe not the best. But uh, the steering is nice, and as direct as you're going to get a crossover, you feel, you feel the bumps, you get some road noise, but... You know, that's just the trade-off of, uh, of kind of a more fun ride. It's not harsh. Let's be clear. It's not like, oh, we're in a stance Miata and we're breaking our backs here. No, no, no. This is it's firm, but it's noticeably firmer than some other crossovers. But the brakes are nice and progressive I'm bring it to a stop relatively quickly. And how could you complain about the, two, the, the Mazda CX-5, right? It, it gives you just about everything you want out of a, a crossover without, you know, anything you don't. Yeah, this is this is when it comes to crossovers, this is just so good. But I think I've rambled on long enough. Let's head back to the studio. Road and track is now fully loaded subscribe today at a special intro price of only 30 bucks a year and we'll send you every supersized collectible volume of road and track magazine learn more about the reimagined lifestyle magazine for automotive enthusiasts at road autoweek auto week but uh going back a second to talk about the the aggressive throttle tip and i actually talked with another automakers uh, powertrain people about this because their car had a similar you know kind of throttle mapping and i think this is judging by what I gleaned from there from the conversation I had with this engineer, it's to kind of overcome the boost threshold that's uh, so that's not necessarily common, but it's necessary with turbocharged engines. you, you get a more mm-hmm. aggressive throttle tip in, a more aggressive throttle map to kind of push you in the RPM range where the engine wants to be with the turbocharger, which you know, it makes sense, but uh, it keeps customers complain about boost lag, obviously conflating boost lag with a boost threshold and uh you know it's fine you you get used to it you get used to it over yeah
1: i was gonna say it seems like something that you would get used to probably pretty quickly yeah but if you're jumping behind the wheel for the first time you might be like oh
0: going back a little bit more towards the driving dynamics i don't know if they're short of you know that like your amg you just drove i don't know if there are any better like i hate to say entry level but low priced low low cost crossovers that have a better set of driving dynamics than the cx5 which i have to say that is one of the things i always hit on people when i'm talking about this car is it drives so well it's the steering is sharp and light uh the brakes feel nice and progressive and the you know it just feels good on the road
1: so this is kind of getting towards my own question about like again like as someone who would be considering buying a vehicle like this and i feel like it ties into you know when you when you ask about what's the fundamental thing about you know this vehicle like you do on every episode of quick spin and i guess that's what's interesting to me is this idea that you know it's such a beyond insanely crazy competitive set i mean everyone makes a vehicle that's somewhat in this you know size configuration whatever kind of like compact to midsize suv what makes this stand out and also is it is the kind of basic idea, like if you're someone who likes to drive and you're in a situation where you need to get a practical vehicle like this, that's why the CX-5 is just like, okay, this is what's going to be my go-to recommendation.
0: To your second question, I just have to say a resounding, yeah. Uh, more or less i mean if you're like a fan of the miata or if you have a history of you know enjoying how mazdas drive their focus on driving dynamics you're almost sequestered to like a, a cx5 or a cx9 in terms of like less so the cx9 i think that's more traditional in terms of being a crossover but if you want something that's kind of sporty and also relatively affordable and kind of still fun yeah the, the answer is almost exclusively cx5 but your first question uh i think kind of again goes towards the, the twofold thing we kind of talked about which is the minimalist design language mm-hmm. uh which gives you gives mazda a chance to have a more you know, premium or a, a upmarket or luxurious uh, feel for uh, r- entry-level money you know average transaction price being around 40 grand these days the top of the line trim still falls below that before tax title and destination mm-hmm. of course combining that minimalist design language with mazda's continued attention to detail when driving dynamics right i mean looking at the more recent mazda crossovers and in cars in general they're all kind of focused at having sound driving dynamics and maybe not the highest tech obviously this car doesn't have a lot of interior tech or it's still got a six-speed automatic transmission so we're dealing with some older maybe no
1: hybrid options like you mentioned No hybrid
0: options ev just came out so I mean, we'll probably see some electrification across the Mazda lineup. But we're we're dealing with seasoned, I think is a nice way to say it. Technologies put together in a way that makes a car drive really really well and, you know, kind of lessens that barrier of technological entry. You know, it's one of those, one of those deals where cost savings somehow blended with uh effectiveness to give the CX-5 a leg up dynamically and aesthetically. It's it's one of the, it's a, it's an odd it's an odd situation, but somehow it works.
1: It works. It works. Um, Well, you you sold me, Wesley. Um, You know, I think that uh, no doubt when I'm uh, out there looking for something like this, I'm going to definitely if 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 Mazda is not able to provide me with the car to test, I might head to the dealer and uh, take a quick spin with them.
0: And hey, why don't you head over to Ren's Mazdas. We have a whole selection of new <laughs> and used products. Obviously, the, the chip shortage right now is affecting our inventory, but we do have a large selection of lightly used and certified pre-owned Mazda vehicles for, uh, for your uh, perusing.
1: Well, Leslie, like I always say, you're the kind of guy that if you owned a car dealership, you would certainly do your own commercials.
0: (laughs) That is true. And they would not be good. But that being said, Patrick, I think this is a good place to put a pin in it for today. Thank you for asking the hard hitting questions. And thank you listeners for listening to this. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please head over to the Apple Podcast Store and drop us a five star review. I know some of you guys are doing it. But please, do it. I'll give you a shout out. It'll be fun. Everybody will have a great time. And while you're cruising the internet superhighway, why don't you head over to our Facebook page, click that like button. That way you get all the great AutoWeek content we deliver daily sent directly to your feed. And I know I say this at the end of every episode, but I do mean it. Without your listenership, none of this would be possible. So thank you for listening.